Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Work Rate Podcast. This is our AEW in review. I'm Mike. That's Brad. Brad, how you doing? I am excellent. Just ate a big old plate of spaghetti, so I'm ready to talk about dynamite. How are you? Very nice. I am good. I am. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm drinking <laughs> a pop, so if I burp. And uh, my dog is downstairs waiting for a partner, so if when she comes home, he's going to go ballistic. So if you hear something, and he's just he's waiting by the door, and he's mm-hmm. going to go nuts. My dog's barking right now, so if oh, you can hear that, I'm sorry. Hear Okay. Don't worry about he that. Barks at the, he barks at TV commercials all the time. Right now, this is this is like video game o'clock happening right mm-hmm. now for us, for just the world of video games. We got the mm-hmm. fucking Baldur's Gates. We got the Starfields. That, sorry, like, that was last week. This mm-hmm. week is Spider-Man. This week is, I guess, Lords of the Fallen just came out. Yeah. Good review. There's that new Hellboy game too. That I, I, I thought game? looked pretty cool. Yeah, I was actually like just a thinking of Hellboy this week or today. Yeah, even. the I graphics was... look really cool. It's like cell shaded. Like he looks like Mike Mignola's art come to life. It's really cool. Oh, yeah, how they yeah, did it. I remember that. Interesting. Yeah, no i I was thinking about that today, um, and I was like, do I want to go watch that movie that everyone didn't like? I was like, oh, the 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 reboot. Yeah, I was like, I think I want to watch the Hellboy movie that everyone didn't like. Have the you one seen person it? I know who liked it is the person who likes the comics. Is the mm-hmm. person who likes. It. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's something. Have you there. seen it? I have not seen it. It's it's not bad. It's just the other two Hellboys are so good. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> but it's like, I like Hellboy. So maybe I want to watch. Maybe I want to watch it. Just I don't know. It's fun. Um, yeah. So there's lots of shit going on. I I'm like, Sp- why is Spider Man coming out when I'm halfway through Baldur's Gate three? Mm-hmm. Come on now. This game is so long. Mario I- comes out tomorrow too. If you want to play a Mario game, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I di- I didn't. I was probably good on playing a side-scrolling Mario game for the rest of my... Not that I dislike it, but I just like... Mm-hmm. I'm probably good with that now. But it's getting like 9s out of 10. Yeah. And like ten, like, it's a fucking side-scrolling Mario game. You guys were all like, ah, I'm done with this. Last time the last mm-hmm. one came out. Well, how is this one that much better? Yeah. Anyways. Apparently it's the greatest game ever. Yeah. Or something. I'll have to wait okay. and see. Because it's all about Spider-Man as soon as it Yeah, I, I gotta play that Pinocchio game. Lies of P. Oh, yeah. Mm. I wanna play that, too. It, that looks awesome. It's free. Well, I'm free. Like, <laughs> free in quotations. It's one of the... You pay for the, the fucking Xbox service, and it's one of the free <laughs> games. Which, it won't be forever. That's how those services work. Yeah. Eventually, games leave. So, I do have to play it soon. <laughs> but, I just... I'm in the middle of Baldur's Gate 3, and that game is <laughs> long. And I got yeah. I got to this point before, and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to play a bad character. I don't know why. <laughs> because the bad run is brutal. You're committing genocide. Like, it is oh, bad, wow. bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I'm fucking killing refugees, and we know what's going on oh, in the no. world right now. <laughs> like, it is, yeah. <laughs> it is rough. Thank <laughs> God it didn't ask me to do that, like, this week. 
Yeah. It asked me to do, I I did that like a couple weeks ago. I was like, yeah, kill these refugees. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. It's heavy, heavy. But uh, not anymore. That's the beginning of the game. Less heavy now. Mm. Now I'm trying to they fight try a bad to get guy. You in. I just, I really, I really wanted to romance this one female drow character, like dark mm-hmm. elf character. And you can only get her as a companion if you do, if you're evil. Mm-hmm. Like you got to do the horrible shit in order to get her on your team. And I was like, okay, I kind of want her on my team. So yeah, fuck this village. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck this. I don't know. I was like, I killed hundreds of people. Um, and, and like men, women, children, their dogs, like fucking everything. Um, brutal. I guess I just fucking spoiled Baldur's Gate three for people, but I said it's the beginning. So yeah, it is the beginning. It's the first like major plot line of the game. Um, like within the first hour, you're, you know, what's up. I choose, Mm -hmm. I chose the bad route. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Dynamite, Dynamite was fun. It was yeah. kind of story heavy, actually quite story heavy. Like I it looked at the, st- I looked at the, uh, the card at the beginning for what was coming. I was like, is there fucking more than three matches on this card? What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. They, they added more matches, but they're just squashes. So yeah, it was very yeah. story heavy, but I did see, I was scrolling Twitter or X, whatever the hell you want to call it. And Not X. somebody posted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me either. And somebody posted the ratings, which I hate when I see them because I try not to care about it. Yeah. But they're back up. They're at nine hundred thousand this week, so that's good. Yeah, that's, that's they average yeah. between eight and a million. That's just yeah. They fluctuate depending on what else is on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it's gonna be, and I think people should stop caring because they mm-hmm. get most of their ratings off of uh like they get they double it or like where they get like 50 percent more 50 percent to double their ratings <laughs> over a week's span of people watching recordings or <laughs> watching on services i watch it on a service i'm not being counted yeah. you're watching it on a service you're not being counted yeah, I watch it on so YouTube as, TV doesn't get as all these things start rolling in Mm-hmm. That's why uh, AEW and Warner are able to put out like 1.5 million people watch this, and legally that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like they're legally allowed to say that because 1.5 million people did. They just didn't watch it on cable. I I moved into my the, to this apartment two months ago, almost now at this point. I have not mm-hmm. watched the. TV channels on my TV. I watch TV every night. Mm-hmm. I have not used the channels. I'm using apps mm-hmm. to watch all the shows. Shows that I maybe could be watching on TV. I watch my sports through an app. I have two different apps for two different sport for two different sports mm-hmm. channels. Those don't get covered. And those are the two channels that cover wrestling. So yeah. Yeah, the only Actually, reason why I have that's YouTube TV is for wrestling. Otherwise, I just watch everything on like the streaming services. <laughs> that is one. That is one bit of news. Fucking NWA got picked up. Oh yeah, yeah. They're By gonna the be on CW. CW of all places. Mm-hmm. Has the they CW show, ever um, had wrestling? 
They they I was just about to say I saw it the other day. I'll flip it flip it through YouTube TV. They have women of wrestling on CW. Okay. It's like an hour long show every Sunday or something like that. I like watched I, it. it. It's really corny, but like it had um an indie wrestler I like Delilah Doom on there. She's like her oh, gimmicks like an aerobics instructor. They, are they the people that do like the superhero gimmicks? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's okay, the one heard, that um, AJ Lee fun. started. Yeah, yeah. So they have that on CW. So, I mean, they've, they, they've had wrestling before. And that's where, here in the States at least, Ring of Honor used to air was on CW. Okay, so there is a bit of a history there. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't know if he's attached to the company at all, but that channel used to have Stephen Amell attached to them quite heavily mm-hmm. through the Arrow and the Arrowverse. Yeah. And he's quite attached to wrestling. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then did that wrestling show on Stars, which has since been canceled. Too bad. Good show. Mm-hmm. I, like I didn't it. have Stars. I never watched it, but it yeah, looked good. I, I, new... I watched the first season during the pandemic, and I fucking loved mm-hmm. it. I loved yeah. that show. When the second season came out, I never turned it on. It's just how I am. <laughs> yeah. Like... That new movie, The Iron Claw, looks really good. Looks incredible. I want to see it in theaters, but the amount of time I go downtown to see a movie, which is where it'll be playing, is yeah. zero these days. So yeah, I'm I'm lucky enough to literally three minutes from my house. There's a movie theater. Like I can walk there if I oh, want. Oh yeah, to, no, so. there, there's one that is same. I shit. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my the arms of my chair are loud if I press on them. Um, <laughs> there is a movie theater like five minutes away from me. But it gets the it gets the blockbusters and the kids movies, not the A twenty four movies. It's rare. Yeah, my the theater by me will get like the A twenty four movies like two months after they've been out. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like super late. There is like a one of those like old marquee theaters that's like it's literally been open since nineteen fourteen. Um, mm-hmm. About like a twenty minute walk from me, which will get stuff. But it each night is a different movie that's playing there. Oh, okay. like they have yeah. like a monthly schedule of what they're mm-hmm. going to be airing. So it will probably get it at some point, but that's the amount of times I'm like, oh, this schedule doesn't work for my life right now. Mm-hmm. And then I don't see movies that I have been waiting for. Happens yeah, all the time. Too. Yeah, every time I'm like, all right, I'm going to go see this movie, something happens, and then I don't see it until it comes to streaming somewhere. But that movie does look fantastic. Mm-hmm. Which uh, MJF is in it. So he is. Cool. I don't know who he plays. He plays a Von Eric. Does he play he plays the, kid, the the youngest brother? No, he plays. I guess in the eighties when some of the Von Erichs passed away, oh, they brought the in, guy they brought uh, in a new Von Erich, the fake Von yeah. Erich. Yeah, that's oh, who he plays. plays. The, okay, I was gonna say because he's too jacked to play the youngest brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the youngest brother he comes plays in the fake. he's scrawny and he can't wrestle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he plays the fake Von Erich. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait to watch that. The, their story is fucked. Yeah, yeah. There's a, a Dark Side of the Ring about it too, yeah, which is really good. Really good. The the new Von Erics are still wrestling, though, as far as I know. Yeah, they're in MLW. Yeah, yeah. still, still. Uh, I wonder how they're doing. Because before I heard they were good in the ring, but didn't really have. Were a little rough around the edges on the mic, but. Yeah, the last time I watched any MLW, I, they were going for the tag titles, but that was like two or three years ago. So I yeah, I don't no, know I'm, I'm interested to see see how mm-hmm. they're doing. 
Speaking of Emerald, how the fuck is that fucking Uso still there? I don't know. He just resigned too. I remember reading I that know. a couple of years ago. That's crazy. Move mm-hmm. on, man. <laughs> yeah, I know they love you there, and he must be having a great time. Yeah. Like, well, he's all, like their top all, guy. All their he's budget like the must be company. going towards him and Hammerstone. Just those. Oh two yeah, guys. for sure. To keep those guys in, yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, Kurt Court Bauer, Kurt Bauer, he's a millionaire. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, so it's probably all the funds are going towards those guys to keep that yeah. place afloat. Yeah, yeah, because those are their two top top dudes. Mm-hmm. But and I don't know. I saw a thing where that Holiday guy, or Holiday, he's one of MJF's best friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Wasn't he, he like a free agent? Did he retire? I don't know. I thought he was a free agent. I don't know. Well, he was, but then the thing, it might have been some, like a, a joke that mm-hmm. he was doing or like, I don't know. It was something like a, like a, maybe it could have been a fake retirement to like, I don't know, mm-hmm. like in character on, it was something maybe he's on the Twitter. devil mask guy at AEW. <laughs> oh, I mean, could be. <laughs> That would be a little inside baseball, though. Yeah, people yeah, you, wouldn't you, know who he is. But yeah. for, for him to be like MJF's best friend to come in and be the guy to betray him would be cool. To me, that would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. To you could set that else, up for sure. No. It's not like this yeah. is a New Japan guy coming in. Okay, yeah, people know New Japan. People don't know MLW. That's niche. Yeah. That's niche. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. All but, right, so let's get to let's get to Dynamite. Yeah. Dynamite was good. Kicked off with Pinta versus Jay White. This match was awesome. <laughs> this is the main event. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like they, th- this is the main event. Not the main mm-hmm. event was okay. But th- this was the uh, the heater of the show. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And it was fantastic. The chop battle that these two guys had might be yeah. my favorite chop battle I've seen, and it's, yeah. it's one of my favorites of all time, because mm-hmm. I love the way Jay White chops, because he fucking throws his body into it. Mm-hmm. Like, he chops hard, and so does Penta. And Penta, you know, you know, Penta probably holds back a little bit on guys because he's like a chopping machine. But I love, yeah, the, I love the way Penta chops too, because like. Usually in wrestling, they'll do the knife edge chop where they come. Yeah, with the he backhand. does the paintbrush. Pitta comes over the top. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I like the guy right in the areola. Mm-hmm. I like this chop battle too because they started doing it, and the Jay White was complaining about his shirt, so he took the shirt off. And how Jay White was selling the Penta's first chops, he looked like mm-hmm. fucking Quasimodo. It's like, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, God damn. He's like, a fantastic His whole body actor. contorted. Yeah, he's yeah, a he's, fantastic actor in the ring, man. He's, he's one so of the top good. sellers sellers of wrestling. He, and he's he not like a the over-the-top type sellers you see. He's like very subtle with his selling, but it's very good. Yeah, he looked like he chopped him into being drunk. <laughs> he chopped him <laughs> yeah, so hard, yeah. he's like, oh. <laughs> and then, yeah. Um, yeah, he's just like, no, you, you take off this fucking bib that you wear. Take off your <laughs> bib. So he takes yeah. off the shirt, and we finally get to see fucking. I love when Penta takes off the shirt because he's jacked. Penta is. I was gonna say he does not need to wear a shirt at all. You, you think <laughs> he's kind of chubby because of the shirt? Mm-hmm. He's not chubby. This man's cut. 
Yeah, he takes yeah, off he's the in shirt. Phenomenal and shape. These guys just go fucking ape shit on each other. Mm-hmm. Like there was urgency. There was that's what it was. Yeah. There was urgency to these chops. Like sometimes yeah. it's it's very methodical. There was nothing mm-hmm. methodical about this. They were just fucking tearing flesh. Yeah, they were. This whole match, they wrestled pretty quick. This whole match, I love Pinta's made in Japan. Oh my, it's so fast. <laughs> it's so and fast. I don't know if it always happens this way, but the way Jay White got into it was cool because Pinta got him in the pump handle position, and then he tried to elbow Pinta, and Pinta blocked it. In the action of him blocking it, caused him to like be able to flip him for the made in Japan. I thought that was really cool. Coolest move of the match, though, was that fucking like avalanche into like a spinning jackhammer that oh, to hit. Yeah. I was like, he got him up in the death Valley driver position and then did a spinning jackhammer. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> what he did. I was like, even the commentators like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. They're like, we got to see that again. I don't know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, Panty, you gotta tell us what your moves are called. You can't just fucking do something cool. And then yeah, not tell us. I, I would love to see him add that, keep that in his repertoire. That was even, even if he made that his finish, that'd be cool. You know what? I'm loving skinny Jay White. Because mm-hmm. for people that don't know, he is a lot more cut and a lot thinner than mm-hmm. he was when he first showed up in New Japan. Yeah. When he showed up in New Japan, he wasn't heavy, but he was a big dude. Well... If you go back and watch, like when he was a young boy, like most young young boys are super skinny, mm-hmm. and then when he came to the states for his uh, excursion, that's when he put on a lot of muscle. Because if you watch him, like when he'd show up in ROH, like he got bigger every time you saw him in ROH. <laughs> yeah, because and he used to be a high flyer. Yeah, he showed up in in New Japan and was bigger than Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Like uh, like made Kenny Omega look small when he beat him for the yeah. U.S. title. Now he's smaller than Kenny Omega. Mm-hmm. Like he's a he's a lot. Of, he cut down on a lot of the body fat. He seems to have a little less bulk with the muscle, but it's um, it's a lot more cut and a lot more toned. Like he's mm-hmm. he's ripped. Like compared to what yeah. he was before, but he was like he was a big body guy before. Mm-hmm. He's he's not yeah. a big body guy now. He's a, you remember he's, when he's very um, slight now? He would show like him and Tanahashi would always have like ab offs before their matches in New Japan. <laughs> he would win those ab offs now. He did yeah. before, but like he he was mm-hmm. a bit he he looked like a like a powerful man before. He doesn't look powerful now, but mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. He he has the same amount of strength, but he's a lot slighter. So I think I think it's maybe made him a little faster. Probably, but it really uh, helps with his sort of like swarthy pirate look that he has. I was gonna say it adds to his character of like being. It like really a, like does. A slimy he seems eel. a lot. Sl- Do you just say slimy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he seems a lot slimier now. Like he he's like a yeah. He's got like a Jack Sparrow. He's very yep. lethe or light yeah. now. He wasn't before. He's like he's like a snake. He kind of moves mm-hmm. like a snake. Yeah. No, this that's a perfect description of snake. Yeah, it's uh no. 
And awesome. so Jay White wins. There's too much interference and stuff. So Jay White gets the win. Uh, Juice hits Pinta with the TJ Maxx diamond ring or cubic zirconium $25 diamond Which, ring. <laughs> this is smart. They've gone yeah. away from the from the roll of quarters. Um, they're like, okay, you know what? Too much, too much like legitimate like mm-hmm. legitimate anger towards the mm-hmm. company, and risking Juice Robinson's future. Yeah, because you can't you can't go down an anti-Semitic road. I understand what they were doing. I understand they were playing up on MJF's story. Um, and MJF is actually, I didn't talk about this before. MJF is doing, is currently doing a, um, anti Jewish hate. Yeah. He's going to, um, yeah. He's going to have like a speech somewhere soon. Right. Yeah. He, he's, he's leading, uh, like a, like a seminar. Well, yeah, I, I don't, that's sort of a double negative. But like an anti anti Semitic mm-hmm. um, bullying campaign. He's sort yeah. of the face of it. Mm-hmm. Um and like to uh to combat um bullying towards uh towards Jewish people. So that's sort of where they were going with Yeah, the and I know it has come out that he was heavily involved in the writing of this story and like well, yeah, this is what he really it's wanted been to tell. throughout his character like this is his story mm-hmm. tony khan mm-hmm. did not write the story this is his story and i understand what they're doing mm-hmm. um yeah it is but then real world shit starts to happen so yeah, yeah it's probably it's best like, they just switch to the ring i understand that the real world shit happens and then also just like uh people that are like how am i gonna then cheer for juice robinson down the road when he turns mm-hmm. face eventually. Um, yeah. How does that happen? That That's fair. Cause it, cause I, I did, I made the uh, comparison to movies or books or whatever to actors, but like mm-hmm. that anti-Semitic character in a movie gets defeated or dies. And that's yeah. just the end of that character. Juice Robinson keeps going. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so like when Juice Robinson comes out to, who knows, defend the bucks in like fucking two years or whatever. Yeah. People are like, hey, no, anti-Semitic, man, get out of yeah. here. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I understand. I understand the fear mm-hmm. there that uh, oh, like, yeah. ooh, we, we could be permanently bearing Juice Robinson with this mm-hmm. if we go this route. And that's fair. That's yeah. a, that's a, that's a fair fear there. But I understand why MJF was like, I want to tell the story mm-hmm. of overcoming bullying and anti-Semitism, that's a worthwhile story to tell. It's just hard for the other person not to get buried. Like I saw one headline, it was from TMZ. So of course bullshit, but it said like, uh, AW gets, uh, gets hate for doing anti-Semitism angle. Like no, 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 for doing anti-Semitic angle. It's like that's not. Mm-hmm. This is a man overcoming <laughs> anti. It's like they're not doing an anti-Semitic angle. They're doing a man mm-hmm. overcoming it. That's two different things. Yeah. yeah. It's. Anyways, um, I'm happy. <laughs> so we got yeah. we got juice being juice. We got he's yeah. got his own ring, which is good. 
It's like yeah, the, the fucking Green Lantern battle or some shit. Yeah, he calls it the. He says they got it at TJ Maxx for twenty nine ninety nine, and it's and, stronger than your ring. <laughs> yeah, and he he's gonna win MJF's ring, and then he's gonna pawn it, and then all the Bullet Club guys are gonna go on vacation. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, <laughs> and they can still be, and they're still doing the bullying angle. MJF's mm-hmm. whole thing in this is. They're trying to bully me. I know what bullying is. They're just I was like, okay, you're still doing your bully angle. Mm-hmm. And he can still sure. say he can still do his story of I know what this is. It's like when I was pelted by quarters, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. He can still do yeah. that. He can still work that into this. It just won't be fucking juice throwing quarters at him. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which fair. And then fair. at there during their promo afterwards is when I noted noticed Cardblade had a, a cardboard AEW title duct tape to his hand, and that that popped to me. That was really funny. He's great. And then, so they choose basically says he's going to win the thing, and then they cut back to Renee MJF's back there, and he's like, I love what he says. He's like, I'm not going to do the typical wrestling good guy thing. First off, because I'm not a good guy, I'm just scumbag. And second off, I'm not going to go out in the ring with four guys and get my ass kicked. And which is funny because he's already done that. With mm-hmm. some- he did go down yeah. <laughs> to the ring, and he did get his ass kicked. Mm-hmm. He chased so him he down the ring, and fucking uh, Jay White came up from behind and hit him with the sling blade, or the fucking mm-hmm. Blade Runner. So yeah, he that's how he lost his title. Yeah, that's how he lost the title. And then uh, he said, uh, and plus I'm not going to waste this Texas-sized pop when I come out later and stuff. So good, good, smart storytelling on to why he didn't come out. Yeah, he's like, I'm not a traditional babyface. I'm a scumbag. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I, while he's talking, uh, a claim walk up. I forget what they say. They say they, you know, because they, Bullet Club still says if he can find three partners, they oh, yeah. help R- him Renee out. Renee says, Are, hey, so if you talk to Adam Cole, because you're going to have, you, you need to get the, a team together. And he's like, oh, <laughs> I haven't. And then the claim come up and Max Caster's like, hey, man, we're here for you. We hear you haven't heard from Adam Cole. You know you're always we're always here for you. And he's like, and he's like, you know what, man? He's or MJ says he's like, you know what? We, or he doesn't say that they came up together, but he says, I'm not going to be here doing some fucking scissor thing with you guys. This is stupid. I'm not doing this. I'm getting out of here. And then <laughs> Billy Gunn's like, he's kind of a scumbag. He's not a good <laughs> guy. And Max goes. Yeah, but he's my scumbag. Yeah, acting like a like a teen girl in love. It was funny. <laughs> it was, it was, real, it was honestly heartwarming. I was like, oh my god, I mm-hmm. love this character for and Max Caster. Whenever they eventually do team up and MJF scissors them, the crowd's going to go nuts. Bonkers. Mm-hmm. This is one thing that MJF's really, really good at. By holding off on the thing that the crowd wants so that the mm-hmm. crowd starts cheering it and fiending it and mm-hmm. just... He did it with the hug. He did it with the with the theme music. Double clothesline with the with the <laughs> thumb. He did it with the double clothesline. He did it with the kangaroo kick. He did, he's really really good at this. Mm-hmm. Like this is MJF's face shtick that he does. Mm-hmm. Is, or he did it with the tope, where he he was too afraid to do a tope and didn't think that mm-hmm. he could do it, and then. There was one time when he tried to do it and got caught. 
Yeah. And then he finally does it and it's successful. It's like, it's good. He's really good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's super, super endearing. Yeah. And then, so after all that, uh, goes to commercial comes back and then we get, uh, Karshida versus Simi Sakura. This match was awesome. This was a, a little secret heater for mm-hmm. people. They that- had a, a nice video package too, right before it, mm-hmm. which I like to talk about their student teacher relationship and stuff. Well, I think they, or no, they had, it was, a. was it Riho and Emi Sakura? The thing is, is that Emi Sakura is a lot of Joshi's trainers. Mm-hmm. She's been the trainer for a lot of, I think it might've been Sakura versus, uh, Riho before where she was her trainer and they didn't really play into it. Because mm-hmm. I think they had a they had a pay per view match actually. It was the first full gear, like the okay. very first one, and they had a match there, and they didn't play into it. And I remember I was reading a podcast, and they're like, "This is a baked in storyline. You need to be hammering this home." Mm-hmm. And they finally did it this time uh, with the package, and it was good. And I like that. But fucking Emmy Sakura can. Go man, and people don't realize. Yeah. For people mm-hmm. that didn't watch that one tournament they did with uh, with the Japan side and the uh, the AW yeah, yeah. side, that, that was a lot of fun. They need to do that again. That was it was amazing. It was the best mm-hmm. women's matches. They it was the best women's matches they've had in AEW, and mm-hmm. Emi Sakura's matches were phenomenal. The match she had with Venny is mm-hmm. to this day my favorite AEW women's match and one of my favorite AEW matches. Yeah. That match we is good. are still kind of being robbed of our Sheeta versus Venny match. Apparently. I know Sheeta has said that she wants to have that match on in AEW. So hopefully they, they let it happen. For people that have not watched that, it's on AEW's YouTube tra- channel. Um, go watch <laughs> the, uh, the Japanese matches from, uh, from that time. There's no crowd. It's just in Japan in a fucking studio. It's like a warehouse, yeah. (laughs) With nobody there. But the matches are some of the best matches I've seen. Mm -hmm. Emi Sakura chaps, chaps. Chops as hard as any woman I've ever seen. And chops harder than half the men in in AEW. Like, uh, the urgent, same as Jay White, the urgency that she hits you with. She fires those fucking things in hard. <laughs> she chops like fucking uh, like Ishii. Yeah. Um, it, there was a holy Sheeta chant during this match. I love it whenever Sheeta wrestles. I love it when the crowd chants that. <laughs> there was one thing super smart that Emmy did where Sheeta went for her. What's her move called? The, the katana, that spinning knee. Yeah. But she blocked it. And then, so she kicked out, which was good. And another reverse reversal, super smart, where uh, Emmy has this, that really cool, uh, like, running crossbody that she does. And fucking mm-hmm. Sheeta just kicked her right in the fucking gut. Yeah, and that was <laughs> awesome. I was like, ah! <laughs> right in the gooch. Yeah, yeah um, that was awesome. God damn that! That looked fucking painful. I love when she does mm-hmm. that through the ropes, though. It wasn't as clean as normal when she did it. Yeah, but when the person's on the apron and she flies through the middle rope and hits it, oh my god! 
Yeah. Nemi Sakura is the best, but she doesn't get over. Not with AEW crowd, at least. Uh, she, yeah. This was probably the most she has. I was gonna say I saw somebody had one sign that said "Emmy is my queen." So Emmy's my somebody queen, liked man. her in the crowd. Yeah. I don't know how they knew that she was gonna be there. Maybe they saw the card early in the night or early in the day. Yeah, maybe you texted me like two hours before the show. Yeah, about it, and I, and I was like, "Ooh, okay, maybe this is the sleeper match of the show right here," and mm-hmm. it was. It was awesome. These two, could yeah, go. It's very good. and Emmy's like fucking forty years old. Yeah, she's been going for a long time. Fucking hell. Like you said, she's trained like a lot of the top Joshis now. She's trained. So <laughs> Yeah, her her fucking like backbreakers are amazing. And they went fucking dueling with them too. Mm-hmm. They like Yushigoroshi style backbreakers. Mm. Mm-hmm. Lovely match. Loved it. Sheeta wins with a uh, a full on katana. They they had a good camera angle of it too. You could see her um connect with the side of her head. I, I really like the camera angle they used on the finish. Yeah, I, I still, to this day, I don't know how they protect themselves from some of these strikes. Yeah, me either. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if, like, she does, like, really good at not making full contact, but making it look like she does, or what? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. And then, you, and then you see, sometimes they are hitting each other. They, they just are hitting mm-hmm. each other. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. Maybe since Sheeta and Sakura are, are friends, you know, sometimes when friends wrestle each other, they lay it in a little bit more. Well, yeah, like, there there have been times, like, I've watched, like, the matches that Ibushi used to have, and I'm like, how the fuck mm-hmm. do you just fucking boot people in the head? Or, like, the fucking running double cheek hits and the fucking, like, all these things. But then there's the time when fucking Will Ospreay just straight up knocked out Ibushi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. he did just fucking elbow him in the back of the head and mm-hmm. Ibushi was out for months yeah which I can also Ibushi's crazy enough to where he would just yeah that's fine <laughs> just hit me <laughs> well yeah so, sometimes they're like okay in this match on this stage fucking crack me mm-hmm. and I mean like Kenny Omega took a fucking steel chair to the head they've, mm-hmm. they've, already, they've banned that shit twice in AEW he still <laughs> did it. So, yep. So after the sheeting match, it goes to a backstage pre-taped vignette of Adam Copeland talking to Renee. Pretty much the same stuff he's been talking about about him and Christian are best friends, and he didn't come to AEW to steal his thunder. He just wants to hang out with his friend again, and he's not going to wrestle Christian. That's that's like the biggest takeaway is that he's not going to wrestle him, which they're totally going to have a match. But yeah, uh, but he says. I was just going to say, he said uh, uh, Luchasaurus and uh, uh, Nick Wayne need to watch out. Yeah, so he's going after them, but he's not going to do anything you. to Christian. Yeah. But uh, he basically, he said the he also said that Christian was up for him coming to AEW. He was excited for him to come to AEW. They knew, he knew that he was going to team with them again. Um, that mm-hmm. was the whole plan. That was the reason he was coming. Christian knew about it. And then the closer it got, the more it seemed that Christian kind of got afraid of it, stopped talking about mm-hmm. it. And then he finally shows up and he betrays him. But like he said, he's like, I'm not going to fight him. But that just means that Christian is going to attack him. Yeah, for Christian's sure. going to beat him down. He's going to get his goons to beat him down. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but this is cool. It was it was earnest, and I like that he calls him Jay. Yeah, me too. It's a uh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. Like it's a little fourth wall ish, or like breaking the immersion, but it's breaking the immersion in a cool way. Yeah. It's still weird to call Adam Copeland Adam Copeland. Like, I still want to call him Edge. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yes. But yeah, no, I, I kind of, I don't know. I like this. I like when uh, AEW does these, like, very, like, earnest storylines. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's good. Where it, like, goes into, the, like, their history, who they are as people, as opposed to the characters they play on TV. Like, mm-hmm. He's not playing Edge. He's playing himself. He's playing the guy that left WWE. Yeah. Not the character he was playing in WWE. He, he's play, he said, like, Christian would still be working a fucking nine-to-five job had I not mm-hmm. dragged him into WWE and had The Rock yeah. to put on my back. He wouldn't even be wrestling, which mm-hmm. is just going to fuel Christian even more, which is going to yeah. fuel his anger. So that that was another cool part too, I thought when he was like, yeah. Christian wouldn't even be wrestling if uh, yeah he said what he say he'd still be in IT in South Ontario. <laughs> I like that. And then so after that we cut to the ring. Ryan Namath's in there, and then we get Wardlow, another Wardlow squash match. But this Funny, time it only takes War, Wardlow one power, power bomb. bombs him with a wedgie. Mm-hmm. He yeah, lifted him into the air with the back of his trunks. So that hunk was stretched as far as the mm-hmm. eye could see on yeah. his trunks. And then <laughs> one power bomb by his wedgie. Yep. <laughs> Amazing. And then uh, this, but this time instead of him leaving through the crowd, Tony Schiavone's out there says, Hey, what's on your, your wrist tape there. And we finally get actual confirmation that he's got MJF written on it. So he's coming for MJF. And then Wardlow pushes Tony Schiavone over. What a heel. Ooh. He's a heel now. He, That's the heel turn. Yeah, yeah. Push Tony. Yeah, yep. Yeah, because the crowd started booing him after that. They were chanting uh, Wardlow, yeah, and then he pushed he Tony over. He doesn't have cool hair anymore. He's got, he's got hair nope. like a little teenager now. Boom. Yeah, yeah, he does. Him but, uh, and my son have the same He's got that floppy haircut. teenager hair going. Yep. That, that's yep. A, him that's and my son heel. have the exact same haircut. That's heel yeah. hair. Yeah, every... I, when I'm fucking walking my dogs out there and all the teenagers get off school, they all have the same fucking haircut. It's Wardlow's hair. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> And then, yeah, so right after that, we cut to Kenny Omega talking to Renee. And he talks about how it's been a tough year and his win loss. He doesn't want to bring up his win loss record. But Which is 50%. His match against Kyle Fletcher, that all, yeah, get it. It all changes tonight. And then he's going to worry, but then he's going to take out the Don Cowles family. And then who knows? He's going to go after the world title again. And then something very interesting comes in. MJF walks up, and I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Here we like, go. That match between those two is going to be fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And then he says, MJF says, hey, it's, I've always been a fan of you, Omega. The shake hands. While the shaking hands, camera zooms in, and MJF gets right in Omega's ear and says, 13 days, bitch, and then walks away. <laughs> Which, at first I didn't realize, but then I saw people on Twitter saying that that's, he'll beat Kitty Omega's title reign record. In 13 days. Well, yes. There's no pay-per-view yep. before then. So, yeah. yes, he will. So, I wonder if if they'll just do... Because I think 13 days away, that's would be... I don't know if that would be a dynamite, but they could do a match on a dynamite between the two. They could. They could. 
Because, like Kitty like, saying, like, well, I don't want you to beat my record, so like on the 13th day, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, well, and one thing that I like, MJF talks about it later when he's on commentary. He talks about how the vultures are circling him right now. <laughs> he's got, yeah. uh, he doesn't know where Adam Cole is. He's, he's got this, he's got that devil guy who's impersonating him, attacking people, stealing his shit. He's got Wardlow who's come out of nowhere. He wants to kill him. He's got Kenny Omega now. He's got um, Jay White and all his goons. He's like, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm a face in this company, but everyone hates my guts, and they're all still mm-hmm. all coming after me. And the commentary even says like, he's a face, but he's made a lot of enemies in this company. Mm-hmm. Even being the good guy and our scumbag, he burned every bridge in the company. Everybody fucking hates this man. Yeah. Which I love. I love that. He's the face that nobody likes. Mm-hmm. Other than Adam Cole. And Adam Cole very likely has betrayed him. Oh yeah, for sure. And then we get a video. It's another stronghold of the, the strong house. Uh, vignette. This is probably my least favorite of I agree. the Me ones too. they've done. Where he... It's, I mean, it's funny still because he makes uh, Roddy coffee and Roddy spits it. He's like, you know, I hate hot coffee. And it's then, clearly water, uh, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, that shit was clear. Yeah. I love that Roderick, though, is wearing Marina Shafir socks. That that makes me laugh. His wife. I and then, not uh, know that. Yeah. <laughs> at least I saw this time. And then uh, Roderick goes, I know it'll cheer me up. You, when we all first got to Ring of Honor, he used to make the best peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And then he makes a sandwich. It, it, there's a lot of sexual innuendos with him making the sandwich. And then he takes a bite out of it. And he spits it out. He's like, you know, I hate crust. And then Adam Cole's you like, you know what? I, I really... There was a crust on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then Matt Taven picks up the sandwich and starts eating it, which was funny. And then uh, Adam Cole's like, you know what? I'm done. I got to get out of here. And he leaves. And then the most interesting thing about it was the end where uh, Roderick says, I know what I have to do to make Adam Cole trust me again. I got to go be friends with that scumbag. So there's some intrigue to the three people that could help out MJF oh, against yeah. the Bullet Club. So now you got the Kingdom and Roderick and, or the Acclaimed. So that's, that's pretty right. good. You could have the Kingdom and Roderick. He could, he could like, let's say he, he's like, no, I banned Max Caster from coming out with me. And mm-hmm. then the kingdom and Roderick comes out and they're like, you didn't ban us. Yeah. And they have his back or some, something like that. Yeah. And then maybe they betray him then. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. They uh, betray him and then. We have not come out seen anything with the devil stuff yet. So that's yeah. still, that's still in the cards. So that's still very yeah. fun. Yeah. And then. After that, we cut to the ring. Tony Schiavone's in the ring again. He says, I have no pleasure in calling out the next person. And he takes a minute and like, acts like he hawks up a loogie and spits Don Callis, <laughs> which made me laugh. And then uh, they come out, a chorus of booze, of course. Uh, I forget all they talked about. I know Hobbs said that on February 22nd, 1998, was one of the greatest nights of his life because he's going to beat Chris Jericho, which turns out is also Super Bra- the night of Super Brawl 8 where Chris Jericho defeated Juventud Guerrero and took his mask off. So there's some history there. So, and it 
that show took place in the Bay Area, which is where Hobbs is from, so it all checks out. Yeah, no, I believe that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love that they do that shit, man. Yeah. You're just like, this is the night, and you sent me like the DVD cover. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. It's a wrinkly-ass Hulk Hogan he- on it. Yeah, 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 Hulk Hogan versus Sting. And then, because uh, what do you say, like, they were supposed to meet Chris Jericho, but Chris Jericho, like, pushed his grandma over or something. <laughs> pushed his grandma over and then told me to shut up. Or, yeah. like, told me to sit down or something like that. Mm-hmm. He's, and like, so he's been waited. seething for 27 years. Yeah. And then they show clips of him Ow. just hitting uh, spine busters on Chris Jericho over and over. And then Cows gets back on the bike. That promo was good, though, from Hobbs. Yeah, that That was was really good. I really, yeah, I'm liking Hobbs and Don Callis' family as long as they keep keep it up like this. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah. And I think Callis gets back on the bike. Yeah, because he calls Kyle Fletcher a scab or something like that. And that, that brings out Kyle Fletcher. They start arguing, and he says, if you could beat Kenny tonight, maybe we'll let you back in. And then that brings out Kenny immediately, which I liked that this whole segment went straight into to the match. Which was good. And yeah, Kyle this match Flasher's was very good. having like five-star after five-star after five-star mm-hmm. matches right now with all the best yeah. wrestlers. Um, yeah. It's like when uh, Darius Martin got hurt and Dante yeah. was just like thrust into the spotlight. Yeah. Or like Dax last year when Cash was hurt. Dax was having all those awesome singles matches. Yeah, no. So they have an incredible match. And Don Callis the whole time on commentary is talking about how amazing Kyle Fletcher is. How he's such a blue chip prospect. How he's got, oh my God, this guy is 6'5", 230 pounds. He is incredible. He is, a, and as soon as Kenny Omega hits the one ring angel, he's like, this guy sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what he did last time he wrestled too. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was one move section that I need to bring up. Kenny Omega's V trigger into a, or it was a power bomb into V trigger. Power bomb into V trigger. Like so disgusting. <laughs> looked like he just killed Kyle Fletcher. Oh my God. Yeah, and no, he, uh, Kyle Fletcher's putting in work right now, getting destroyed in every match. Mm-hmm. Eventually, he's going to win. I don't know what's going to happen. Like, some, there's got to be something's going to come out of this for Kyle Fletcher. Like, he's oh, going to have, sure. he's going to have some sort of, like, uh, reward or redemption out of this arc. Cause he went in there. Who did he face first? And had an incredible match. Uh, he faced Danielson last week. Was it last? No, weekend before last, he faced Danielson. Yeah, and then was it, I guess. Yeah, I guess it was. I guess maybe it was just. What's the match that uh, Don Callis was referring to? Where he let him down? Was it? Danielson? He, oh, he subbed in for he subbed in for Guevara because Guevara's hurt in their right. tag match right, right against right, Jericho right. and Omega. Right, yep. right, right. Okay, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, he had that match. Where he ate the pin, like got destroyed mm-hmm. in that match. Yeah. So the, he, oh yeah, he had that match. Was it against FTR where he took the he took the super. that flying? Uh, he took the super shatter machine. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. looked like it snapped his neck in half. Yeah, the, I, I think mainly that was because uh, Davis was broke his wrist. But <laughs> oh yes, 
For yeah. sure. But he still ate that finish. Mm-hmm. And like he's been like getting his ass beat week after mm-hmm. week after week in five star matches. Just yep. taking like the most punishing uh pinfalls I've ever seen. Like week after week and just getting berated by Don Callis in the process. Yeah. Maybe he'll get to like slap Don Callis or something. Like yeah, maybe he's gonna get, maybe he's gonna have a match against Will Ospreay or something. Who knows? Yeah, they. I mean, they're they, friends, so I could see that. Yeah, who knows? Who knows how this works out? <laughs> um, but yeah, and so uh, it's cool. After the Kenny match, that was it for the story. They didn't do anything else, and we get another unannounced squash match of Lance Archer versus Barrett Brown, who's a local wrestler in Texas. I've seen him because he comes up here to Oklahoma sometimes to wrestle. Huh, and then, um, yeah. And then <laughs> I loved the opening because it's like uh, kicking his opponent to the ring, Lance Archer. <laughs> he just <laughs> beat him up down of the ring. <laughs> kicking him like a tumbleweed. Yeah, yeah. He just rolled down the ring, which at first I was like, dang, they haven't had Archer in a while, but they're in Texas, so I get why they have him on. And then, be, I mean, this bad. match. It'd be cool if he's back. I hope so. Yeah. He's an asset. The the only problem is that, uh, I mean, he's kind of he's the jobber to the stars. If that makes sense, like that's he, fine. He, that's yeah. A, I mean, no, for you sure. need those, the, you need those spots there. on your show. There's a mm-hmm. role there, and they did put a belt on him at one point. Granted, yeah, it was, he was the Japan belt, but still. But it happened in AEW, so that's cool. That's true, and he beat John Moxley for it. So, yep, that match was amazing. Yeah, it was. Was that their Texas death match? Yeah. Do you remember the f- the fury with which John Moxley was jamming that fucking fork into his head? Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, he's not a meatball. Fuck. Their, their Texas death match, because that was their second one. The first one they had was at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And Lance Archer did something I, I've never seen. I don't think I've ever seen... I haven't seen it done since, but he put a plastic bag over John Moxley's head and tried to choke him out with that. I was like, I've never seen that before. That's insane. <laughs> probably never see it again. They're yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, that's too dangerous. But they're probably like, this, this isn't okay. That's a little too close to death. Yeah, <laughs> we don't really mean death you, match. You can't, you can't gimmick a plastic bag. I mean, you yeah, <laughs> no way. It, but but you'd notice it. Yeah, yeah. So um, and then so next we got Swerve and Prince Nana. Uh, talking about uh, Swerve has a new video coming out. Yeah. And uh, I love because Prince Donna's his normal hyped up self until Swerve uh, says, like, uh, I would be excited, but you know why I'm not? Because I'm not the TT champ. And then uh, no, Prince Donna's whole demeanor changes, which yeah, is he, awesome. He says, he said, Prince Donna says, Oh, you're in Atlanta where all the greatest hip hop guys have all come to to perform and you've got a hit single coming out so you should be celebrating he's like yeah why am i not happy mm-hmm. and then that's Prince not a like his his smile goes away and he gets all mad too yeah. and then and then he has a little chuckle and he's like it's like hangman i'm still he's like you you messed with the wrong guy you could have left yeah. well enough alone but yeah he, he said like I, this wasn't business. personal yeah, he's like, this wasn't personal. I just wanted your spot. I was done with you. I didn't want anything to do with you. And uh, I just wanted your spot. And then you had to get involved. And he said something really cool. Like, sometimes our actions, sometimes you aren't the person that pays for your actions. 
Oof. Which is I don't know what which is menacing. Yeah, which is menacing. Who could he possibly be referring to? I guess it's the Young Bucks, but I know, but you never. But like, think about what fucking Swerve has done. He went to <laughs> Nick Wayne's house and yep. and beat him over the head with a framed photo of his father <laughs> and busted him. What he fucking committed a homicide. Yeah. The Bucks do have a ring in their backyard, so they could do something similar like that where he shows up at their house. Yeah, man, it's a, yeah, who knows, who knows? Like, maybe mm. Brandon Cutler's there, and he fucking kills Brandon Cutler. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, if you hear my dog crying, that's my dog. I, I guess Kira's <laughs> home, but she's outside, so we can hear him through the window. Uh, and then, so after that, we get Tony Schiavone introducing Sting, and this was bittersweet promo yeah this, sting re- this is a good one sting comes out mm-hmm. and he's talking about uh he's talking about the fans how he came into the business how all the different people put him over how rick flair put him over crowd goes crazy how he faced hulk hogan crowd boos and he goes i love fair that. enough <laughs> but, uh, i love that <laughs> but i did learn a few things from him um he mentioned someone else that it escapes. He said D- Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Yes, that mm-hmm. was the other one. Um, yeah, he goes through all the legends. And then he says, he says, and then I got knocked out of commission, but that didn't s- sit well with me. He said, mm-hmm. I'm back. I'm going out on my own terms. Um, and uh, he talks about retirement, how he's going to have one last match. It's going to be in yeah. 2024. Um, at Revolution, which at is... Re- Three years after his first match? Yeah. His, in he AEW? said he debuted, I think, in, 20, in 2019 at Revolution. Or not debuted, but like his first match for AEW, which we mm-hmm. didn't think was ever going to happen. Like when he came, we're like, yeah. they're not dumb enough to put him in a match. And then he yeah, took that and then, power uh, bomb. Brian Cage powerbombed him that one time, and everyone's like, like, what the f- <laughs> <laughs> And then he's just jumping off fucking scaffolding balconies and, and shit yeah balconies and he even mentions that he said uh <laughs> can my body do what i used to do no should i be jumping off of balconies we're not going to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> yeah but no, so to, yeah this is cool when's revolution is that their february pay-per-view or january yes. pay-per-view it's yeah, early yeah. in the year yeah no it's february mm-hmm. um yeah so it'll be uh That'll be a good one. I wonder who it'll be. I I don't know if it'll be a singles match. If it's a singles match, it's got to be Darby. Yeah, I don't want Sting's last match to be against Darby, but for AEW, it makes sense. But, like, all the people he's wrestled are, you know, really old yeah, <laughs> and I retired. Him, I don't want him to face Ric Flair, to retire Rick to kill Ric Flair in his final match. Yeah. That would be, yeah. I mean, I don't like I also don't could want be Jeff Jarrett. Him. I also don't want him to kill him. Yeah. Could be Jeff yeah, Jarrett. No, they uh, have history and impact. No, no, I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't know. I like Jeff Jarrett, but I don't need to watch Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. I, I like his character, but I don't I don't need it. It's like, I want Sting's final match to be something special. But yeah, against Darby yeah. would be cool, because they haven't actually... They've never wrestled each other. Nope. That, that would be cool. It, yeah. I'm still salty we got robbed of the Cody Rhodes 
versus Sting match because that was planned. Yeah, because they had. I was gonna say they were, they were definitely setting that up because I remember Sting came out and said like, "I'm not here for you," and like would turn his back to Cody and stuff. No, Cody has said that that was planned. Hmm. Like that, that was, that was coming, and then he left. Mm -hmm. Which uh, maybe maybe they can call in a favor and have him come back. I, I genuinely think Cody will be back. In, oh yeah, he'll in he'll be AW at some point. Once he does what he finishes his story. Yeah, once he <laughs> <laughs> fuck, it'll, I don't know. That's ever gonna happen. I, mean, I saw it does uh, sound like a tweet it's last happen night. Now because it seems like they're using him more now. Or yeah, like, I guess last Friday him and Roman confronted each other. But uh, I saw somebody. Online, I can't remember. I saw it, but because uh, you know how Cardblade, we talked about it had the the title, and it said Cardblade finished the story before Cody did. It made me laugh. <laughs> Cody <laughs> showed up in an anime. Yeah, I saw that. I can't remember what it was. It's some like tie-in anime, though. Yeah, it's like for Far Cry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what it is. Far Cry Blood Dragon, which I don't <laughs> know why there's wrestling in it. But he's yeah he's in that he's got the dream tattoo so it's not even like mm-hmm. oh it's just like it's supposed to look like Cody it's like I know Minoru Suzuki shows up in um, One Piece so I hope that whenever they get to his episodes in the live action he's it's just him in the live Fuck, action that show is incredible I kept gushing about it the fucking live action is phenomenal. Yeah. That's like, what I've heard. I, I need to watch it, but like, I mean, like, spooky. My favorite show of the right year. Now. Like, Dang. by a fucking long shot. Like, it's. I'm going to just talk about One Piece for a minute. Um, they <laughs> age up that show in a way, like, they up the violence. There's blood. There's some fucking themes and scenes, which I'm like, oh shit, they went there a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, the character design is really, really good. The characters are incredibly endearing. Because the one thing with anime, and with that show in particular, at least at the beginning of the original, the an- very childlike, very mm-hmm. kid-friendly, very shonen. Like, I'm not really the biggest fan of like the kid cartoon character coming of age thing that all shonens go through like Naruto mm-hmm. and Dragon Ball and fucking all of them. Um, but this show, like the main character, like the actor, so every actor in this fucking kills it. And the, uh, the production design, amazing. Like the, money they put into this is crazy every little detail is on point and normally when they do an anime and like like less than 25% of the cast is like not Asian I'm always put Mm -hmm. off by it I wasn't once put off by it in this it just made everything made sense (laughs) all the actors nail it the bad guys look incredible the acting is amazing. The fight scenes look good because they could look bad. Like he's yeah. a fucking stretchy character and shit doing like anime moves. They call out their 
they call out their like finishing moves and stuff in it, which you'd be like, okay, that's kind of stupid. And it's okay in anime where someone's like, come on, come on, spirit ball. Fucking, mm-hmm. I know I butchered that. I've watched the show. <laughs> I'm making fun of it. Um, like they, they call their moves out like it's a fucking Street Fighter game. And yeah. he does it at one point. And they're like, what the fuck did you just say? And he's like, <laughs> you know, heroes have to call out their moves. It makes it cooler. Like, it's <laughs> it's funny. And there's swearing in it, which I'm damn sure there's not swearing in the anime. Um, mm-hmm. Like, it's uh, there's blood. There's like, I don't know. It's It's awesome. I couldn't give it a bigger seal of approval. And I've never watched the... I tried to watch the anime at one point. It's like, nah, not for me. Yeah. But now I might go watch it. I've heard uh, it covers the first 45 episodes of the anime. So I might just start on 45. <laughs> on episode 46. See if it matures a little bit more from that point. Because the last arc they do on the show, I was like, oh my god. And the bad guy, the villain... Chef's kiss, so he looks amazing. I saw they're trying to get Jamie Lee Curtis in the show. Yes, for like, yeah, the fans were pitching the character to her, and then she watched the show, and like, she's like, "Yeah, when the actor strike is done, I'll do it." <laughs> she just said yes. She's like, "Yeah, I'll do it. I'm a fan." I know she's like a huge, or like her and her family are big nerds. Like they they like dress up and go to Comic Con. And one of her kids is like a huge into Street Fighter, and they all went to Evo one year, and she dressed like Vega, so no one would recognize her. She's awesome, man. I love Jamie Lee. Yeah. And the show really went off the rails in the second season, but if you get a chance to watch Screen Queens, she's amazing. Oh, I love the first season, yeah. She's amazing in that show. So fucking funny. (laughs) She's so good. Second season was shit. First season was amazing, though. Um, yeah. All right. Well, but, what were so we after talking that, about? <laughs> uh, we left off on Sting's retirement and then we go went to, Nar- to went RJ to City with, yeah, we go to, he, I mean, Sting's kind of an anime character. RJ we go to City. RJ City with, <laughs> yeah, with Tony Storm and she debuts a new film, which plays during the commercials. I, I just all I really remember is her eating a banana without taking the peel off. That, that's all I remember from her short film. Yeah, going, this delicious. time, yeah, yeah. This time it had subtitles like the classic uh, short uh, silent films, which, which it should. I mean, this because those are good. Yeah, this character's great. It makes it a little easier to follow because it's in a it's in a picture in picture. It's small, so mm-hmm. give, it, give us the subtitles. Yeah, for sure. And then so we cut back to Jim Ross and his sit down with uh, Nick Wayne and his mom. They still have ever said her name. They just say Nick Wayne's mom. <laughs> this, I was very impressed with this. Nick Wayne's mm-hmm. mom. I don't know what her background is, but normally, when I don't you, know either. Normally when you put somebody who doesn't have a wrestling background, when you just put like a civilian on the camera mm-hmm. and have them talk, it's very bad. Like it's, it does not sound natural. It sounds like they're reading a script. She mm-hmm. was good. Like she had a oh, stage yeah. presence. She nailed her lines. Like it felt earnest and believable what she was saying to Nick, to Nick Wayne mm-hmm. and Nick Wayne's like petulant child routine. Yeah, was awesome. 
It was, yeah, he called her a terrible mom and told her to shut up. And Jim Ross is like, hey, that's your mom. I liked all that. And then uh, Christian comes in. Or she slaps him at first, right? Doesn't she slap no, him? She, uh, no, he, uh, Christian comes in and puts his hand on his shoulder and says, like, we're leaving. And and she's like, no, you can't leave with this guy. He's, he's not good for you, blah, blah, blah. And then he starts yelling at her again. And then she slaps him. And then mm-hmm. immediately she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry, baby, and yeah. all that stuff. And he's just like, it, you are not a good mother. You should have called yeah. me back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's so good. <laughs> it's like, then, this is brilliant, honestly. Mm-hmm. I was, when I saw that she was going to be on this, I was like, oh, no, this stuff never goes well. Mm-hmm. Like, bringing yeah. in somebody really good. who's not used to to performing this is i mean so i i don't know what her background is but she has i know she has she's his dad legit ran a wrestling school so maybe she helped out there yeah maybe maybe she was maybe she had a role in wrestling at some point who knows but Mm -hmm. i was impressed i was like i told you i was like damn fucking mama wayne's killing it (laughs) she's yeah she was very good and then, so they, they storm out and they hear the door shut. And then you hear like a bunch of commotion and they open the door. Christian's knocked down and then you see Darby dragging Nick Wayne off and he throws him over a barricade. And I thought that was going to be it. And then they cut to the announce table and then you hear the crowd going nuts. And uh, Nick Wayne gets thrown out from behind the curtain and they start beating him up. But Luchasaurus shows up. Nick Wayne's mouth's all busted open. And apparently he got like he's cracked or something. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I saw a bunch of, you know, he was a GCW for a long time. Yeah. Like Effie and all those guys were <laughs> tweeting like, he just had braces last year. <laughs> Don't do it, Darby. <laughs> it's so that was funny. And then uh, uh, Sting shows up. They chase the heels off. I love So that, I, I bet it. Oh, go ahead. No, I just, I love that Christian was yelling, what did you do to his teeth? What yeah. did you do to his teeth? <laughs> Yeah, Tony Schiavone on uh, commentary was really good, too, when Christian went to go check on him, because Tony Schiavone was like, he broke my tooth, Daddy. Like, that was really funny. My <laughs> wife got a big laugh out of that. She was dying whenever <laughs> they said that. So I imagine at Full Gear, it's going to be Christian, Nick Wayne, and Luchasaurus versus Sting, Darby, and Adam Copeland. That's my guess. Ooh, interesting. I wonder how they drag... Adam Copeland into that. That would be fun. Yeah. I mean, we still have like four weeks, so there's still plenty oh, of time. Oh, I mean, but... that's true. That's true. Um, uh, and, I don't know. Where's Beth? She's still in WWE? Yeah, I think so. She's probably How did like they Legends get deal. her to be able to record that line? I don't know. Maybe there's a loophole there. You can use your voice or something. Yeah, probably. Maybe she you recorded it under her real name. So she's not Beth Phoenix. I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, n- next we had Renee interviewing the best friends with and Hook, which I guess Hook should just be part of the best friends at this point. He basically is. But yeah, so Statlander says she's uh, she wants to give a, a worthy opponent a title shot, and that's Willow, which they're doing interesting stuff. Willow and Sky Blue, where they're being corrupted by the mist. So yeah, we'll see I, how that goes. I'm here for that. Mm-hmm. I'm like it would be, it would be interesting to see two of the members depart and just be replaced by two women. <laughs> it would be pretty yeah. cool. Like uh, yeah. so you'd have three women and one giant heavy man. 
I was like, oh, yeah, that's... I was wondering where uh, 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 Julia Hart has been, but she just got married, so that's where she's been. Yeah, and the like, saw... match was only like two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And then oh, uh, she got married to uh, what's his name? I I don't know who her. Because I've she, seen him, but I don't. She was dating name. that um, Shoddy Lee in. Eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that. That's who she got married to. Oh, good for them. Congrats. Yeah. And then uh, she's like, and, and I don't, I don't know if it's in character. They got married on Friday the thirteenth. She posted. So I wonder if she's always been kind of gothy, or if actually hanging out with the House of Black people has kind of turned her gothy in real life. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you never know. Yeah. Because I know she hangs out with Brody a lot. Like Brody always talks about how, he, like him and him and Brody's wife, they'll take her like clothes shopping and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, sometimes you uh, you evolve pretty quick. Like, look at uh, look at mommy in uh, yeah in WWE. She did not come into WWE looking like that. No, she was she looked like a Charlotte Flair type, and now she's. The now she's got all that. kinds of tattoos and stuff. It's like, mm-hmm. so like you can you can change, yeah. and like I it's like I'm sort of like, is she doing this for her character or is she doing this or is this actually her? And like, I remember reading an interview that while Vince McMahon was still in power, he didn't want her to get tattoos. She can only get them on her legs. So now that he's gone, you can obviously tell that she's just getting a ton of tattoos. So, <laughs> yeah, Vince, it's funny. Vince is kind of getting pushed to the to the wayside again. Yeah, he he thought he'd merge his company and come back into power, and they said nope. <laughs> Which is good. The wrestling business does not need Vince McMahon in it anymore. He tried. Yeah. But so now we go to our. Main event, main event of the Dynamite okay. Dozen Battle Royal. Yeah, it's a Battle Royal. It's a Battle like, it had Royal like 10 with minutes. all the like, D-plus players in AW, mm-hmm. which I wish they wouldn't do that every time. It's like every yeah, I wish Battle Royal, some... the first guy coming out is Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah, it's always him. <laughs> it's shocking that Lance Archer was on the show. And wasn't in that battle royal. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised they didn't have the butcher in there either. He's usually in the, these battle royals too. Yeah, so we got like a bunch of guys that this is because like you know exactly who's going to win. Yeah, because they, they've got, been like, setting up you've one got, like, story with twelve thing. guys who haven't won a match in AW in since Dark was gone. Mm-hmm. Since Dark's been here, and you've got uh, you've got two guys with entrances who have stories. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, I'm. I know what's going to happen. Like, I just, I wish they wouldn't do that. Like, I see what they're doing, and I appreciate that they work stories into their battle royals because WWE mm-hmm. doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they kind of do, but not really. Yeah, it's this pretty, had it's a couple like neutral. stories within the match. Yeah, they had a couple stories within the match, like. Uh, Daniel Garcia trying to get his dance off, but Daddy oh Magic God, won't let him. Funny. Yeah, in the Jeff Party did the dance, which was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I missed that. And then, uh, oh yeah, Jeff. After 
Because I forget who danced to Daniel Garcia first, and then Daniel Garcia went to do it, and then no, Daddy was, Magic told uh, him not to. And the it was Johnny Johnny TV. Yeah, he did like his breakdance moves. Yes, and then Garcia was going to do it, and then Daddy Magic stopped him, and then Jeff Hardy knocked both of them down, and then he did the Jeff Hardy dance, but then he did the the, the hip thrust, <laughs> <laughs> which was hilarious. And then. Um, and then I liked MJF coming down in the middle of the match and gave Dustin Rhodes a bunch of money, but not to eliminate Juice, just to kick him in the nuts, which was awesome. <laughs> which is like, I love the MJF's on commentary. He's been watching this match for like 10 minutes. He's like, you know what? Hold on one second. Hold, hold on one yeah. second. Comes down the ring. He's like, here's $50. And then uh, Dustin kicks him in the balls, and you see MJF go, good, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like money well spent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he didn't. He he truly like uh, in in that moment he did not care if Juice got eliminated. He, he just wanted him to get kicked in the nuts. Yeah, and then so that's basically like the main stories besides Max Caster and Juice. The, Juice, they're the final two. So back and forth while that's going on, uh, Jay White comes out, attacks MJF. You think MJF's got the upper hand because he's got the belt back, but then uh, Jay White hits him in the nuts and takes the belt. And then while all that's going on, Juice puts on the, the $25 TJ back cubic zirconia ring and knocks out Caster and wins the match. So, so next week we'll MJF still doesn't MJF have versus... his belt back then. He had it nope. back, and then he lost it he, again. Yeah, he had it for like three seconds. and then I didn't realize that he didn't have it again. That makes yeah. sense because he got, got not shot. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. But I like that. This is a really fun dynamite. The the main event. I mean, I get why it's the main event because of the MJF stuff, but that that could have been in the middle of the show. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of yes. I kind of think that the main event was the first match, but like I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. Yeah, I understand. And then, or it could have been the Kenny match, or it could have been, like there's a yeah. It was good. A good match. A story-heavy show, which I like. Lots of talking, which I like. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really then, I know this Friday on Rampage, they have Mystico, who used to be Sin Cara, or Myst, whatever his name is, Mystic. He's got seven different names. But I know once he was announced that he was going to be there, they sold like 5,000 extra tickets, which is nuts. Crazy to me. But they're in Houston, which is pretty close to Mexico, and he's yeah. super over in Mexico. So One of the most overlooked men in all of WWE <laughs> history. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, I mean, he did mess up a lot, but they like gave him a new mask, and then they always did that weird blue lighting when he wrestled, which is going to fuck anyone up, especially when you've got to jump off the ropes and stuff. And they gave him that crazy uh, trampoline entrance. And stuff. They just they gave him too much, you know. They didn't let him just go out there and wrestle. They let... Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. No, it's it's just it's just funny because he was like a he was a much maligned character. The fans didn't mm-hmm. love him. The WWE didn't love him. Then he was released, mm-hmm. and everyone was just like, "Okay, fine, whatever." Yeah. People were like, "No, yeah. AW shouldn't sign him. He sucks." Blah blah blah. <laughs> Um, well, you got announced for your show, and you sell five thousand tickets. So <laughs> maybe yeah, you should. Like, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> yeah, and the but thing they, is, they are the Houston. He so. is good. He is good. Mm-hmm. He's very good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if uh, if he just hit an age wall 
while he was in WWE, but like mm-hmm. pre WWE, he was having like bangers. He pre WWE, he was legit the John Cena of Mexico. Like that's how popular he was in Mexico. Yeah, which is crazy. I remember when he was in WWE. I was I went to Raw one time, and he came out in a dark match to wrestle, like before Raw started. And I was sitting next to like a Hispanic family, and they as soon as they realized he was there, they all went nuts. So he's very popular. <laughs> yeah, that that's that's wild to me. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, it's crazy, like. Being an international wrestler and going to, I mean, going to any American company really um, is very risky. Very, very mm-hmm. risky. Like, you you can do a good amount of damage to your rep. Mm-hmm. Or just, honestly, you're almost just like spinning your wheels in the prime of your career. I guess mm-hmm. you're getting some money to send yeah. back to your family and whatnot, but yeah, I don't know. It's a uh, is it worth it? Can you be making that money where you were being mm-hmm. one of the biggest stars in your country? Yeah. Because like Sin Cara and WWE, a joke. Sin Cara back home, mm-hmm. John Cena. Mm-hmm. Like maybe just stay yeah. at home, man. Yeah. <laughs> when he was like, he's like a ninja or something, samurai, something or other. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't tell you. It's that kind of because he did a lot of PWG, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, he apparently people fucking loved him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah. So I guess we will call it here, and I will try and get this uploaded tonight, so it's not Sunday morning when you're getting this. <laughs> really, I'll try to remind you. <laughs> I'm really. I, I, mean, I should literally. I should just do it right now. But normally when mm-hmm. I've been sitting in front of my computer for so long, the last thing I want to do is spend one more second in front of it. Yeah, I get you. A lot of the time I'm hot, but it's mm-hmm. cooler now and the fucking air is here. I just feel like I should check on the dog. <laughs> go, go check on the dog. I'll go check on the dog. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. See ya.